Greetings, and welcome to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life. This is your host, Bullyproof expert, Ziggler certified life coach, and master martial artist, Rich Grogan. I want to tell you, bullying is real, and it negatively affects millions of people every single day. And oftentimes, the meanest, nastiest bully we'll ever face is the bully within, the bully named Fear. And that bully causes an endless amount of anxiety and depression. Now, I know this from personal experience, and that's why I've spent the last 30-plus years of my life empowering kids, parents, teens, and adults with hope and the confidence to believe in themselves to stand up to any bully they're facing, both real and in their mind. I'm so excited and so grateful you're joining me. Now, let's become bullyproof and live our best kick in life. Greetings and welcome to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life. How we doing out there, everyone? Hopefully you're having a fantastic day and hopefully you're ready for the Monday Weekly Spotlight Show because we're coming at you, baby. And just just a reminder for our new listeners, or I guess it's brand new for our new listeners, but a reminder for our listeners that are in tune in in every single show, every single time. We do three shows a week. This is the Weekly Spotlight Show, which airs on Mondays when I spotlight someone out there that's doing kind of what we're trying to do here, right? collectively working together and make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. That's the Monday show. The Wednesday show is the Wednesday Wisdom Show, where I try and drop some knowledge, some wisdom, something that I'm working on or have worked on in the past that's helped me kind of become, well, I'm still not at my very, 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 very kicking life best yet, but gosh darn, I'm working toward it, and I'm going to share that wisdom with you. And then the Friday, we got the Feel Good Show. I call it the Feel Good Friday with the weekend challenge to once again help you live your best kick in life. So our new listeners, what is bullyproof? Well, bullyproof is believing in yourself, stand up to any bully you face, both real and in your mind, and the goal with that is the better you feel about yourself, the more you're able to take on those challenges, overcome those fears, and battle through to be your very best and to live that best kick in life. And kick in life, that's you know, I, I, that's kind of what I want for everybody. That kick in life is not a good life, not a great life, man. It's a kick in life where you're cashing checks, taking names, you're getting back up each and every time life knocks you down and living life to its fullest. That's a kick in life. All right. Well, here we go. This is the Weekly Spotlight Show, episode number 258. And who do we have today? Well, today, this gentleman, he left a six-figure executive position and started a straight commission sales-based position in the mortgage mortgage industry. He's a senior vice president. I can't tell you the name of the mortgage team just yet because that'll give away his name. But <laughs> he's a senior vice president. Central Bank and has been recognized as the top 1% producers in the mortgage industry. He's built a referral-based business and in 2011 decided to help others in doing so and started a mastermind project, a unique shared learning event for sales professionals, small business owners, entrepreneurs, and most importantly, for those that just want to have a better life, to be the very, very best, to maybe get their finances in order, maybe get their mindset in order, all building together. Now, I know this because I'm a part of one of, uh, two of these groups, and I'm grateful, I'm extremely blessed and lucky to be a part of the groups and also call this gentleman a friend. He's very passionate about helping leaders win at work, home, and engages in small business owners, sales professionals through Accelerate Mastermind groups. Who am I talking about? Well, those that know me, I've kind of talked to, I've mentioned this gentleman's name a couple different times on some Facebook Lives and other events. I'm talking to one of my mentors. Mr. Brian McKay, who's part of the BKM coaching and consulting firm. Brian, how are we doing, buddy? Oh, Rich. 
Man, you know what? First of all, you have a voice for this. It is so awesome, and I am blessed to be here. I am super excited for this today, man. So. Well, to be here, Rich. well, thank you very much. I, I, I appreciate that. I, I was always told uh, Richie talks too much, and I wrote so many sentences. I probably have carpal tunnel in my wrist as a kid. But, uh, <laughs> but, oh man, I hope I hope my voice sounds half as good as yours on this uh, on this show. Well, thank you. It, it must be the uh, the software they have here at the recording studio. I don't know, but I <laughs> I appreciate that. Thanks, buddy. Um, well, yeah, well, well, Brian, welcome to the show, and and I mean sincerely, thank you. I, I know we connected. Uh, years ago without even knowing it and then a, a mm-hmm. good friend of mine uh, Nathan Kirpan who's also a part of the mastermind groups had mentioned yep. um, uh, the, the accelerate mastermind programs that you have and uh, we had a little what a 30 minute phone call and bang I was like yeah I'm in let's let's do this thing and that was back in <laughs> I'm guessing December or January it was it was mm-hmm. it seems like a few months ago but I guess if we look at the calendar that was actually six months ago and the amazing things you're doing with uh, the group and the books every month and holding us accountable it, it, it's incredible and um, with with that list of accolades I, I know it's always tough uh, I try and do as much homework as I can to list those things because I always hate it when I'm on a show where I give a presentation somebody says hey tell us a little bit about yourself it's like oh my gosh <laughs> so yeah exactly well but with that being said I want to make sure I didn't miss anything oh you know what Rich that uh I'm honored that you brought all that up you know it says uh in the ancient book of wisdom it says let another praise you not your own lips and so uh I'm I'm completely fine with everything you just said so, so thank you for those kind words Awesome. Well, thank you for doing what you do. And then the second point was everybody loves hearing their name, uh, their name on the radio. And I know you do your own shows and you're a part of so many different things. But when you're, uh, you know, maybe it's a different audience. Uh, and if you're in the car, maybe your, your your daughters or your wife can hear their name. So or them or anybody else, your team members you want to give a shout out to, please. The mic is yours for the shout outs. Oh, well, shout out to what starts with my wife. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be able to build a business. And uh, she's raised our three daughters and um, she's just been uh, a key cog. And so that would be first and foremost. Um, and then uh, honestly, the, uh, the, the, the McCrane mortgage team, if it wasn't for them, so that's been my core competence for the last two decades. Um, I'm in my 20th year in the mortgage industry, but if I didn't have a good team, I wouldn't be able to pursue the things that I'm really passionate about, which are, you know, helping other, w- helping leaders emerge. And so they've been, uh, it's been a real blessing to be, uh, to work with the team members and, you know, Brad Wilmot's been with me for nine years. Rachel Ruffcar uh, has been with me for six or seven. Uh, Don Baumgartner recently started with the team. And so uh, they've been amazing. That's the executive team. And then Katie and Sarah help. And we've got a processor, Kelly. It's a whole team. But behind the scenes, that team. So my wife and then the McCray Mortgage team, um, I'm, I'm really blessed. So. Awesome sauce. Well, good stuff. Well, let's uh, let's just jump right in here. And, and I want to kind of address I don't know if it's the elephant in the room or not, but uh, um, you're definitely the first mortgage uh, consultant uh, that, that I've had on the show. And, and that's, you know, for me, just I, a lot of times it's uh, uh, motivational speakers, which you do a great job of motivating the uh, accelerate groups, by the way, in the mastermind groups. You give us what I call a right hook of reality. You, you kind of help us hold ourselves accountable. And folks, yes, uh, I, I even, well, not even me, but you've heard other coaches. I've had Tom Ziegler on the show before and a lot of the Ziegler family uh, mentor speakers and coaches as well talking about the power 
in having the right coach. Michael Jordan, arguably, uh, I think is one of the best athletes of all times. He had a, many coaches. You know, Tiger Woods in his heyday had a variety of different swing coaches, mental coaches. It's, you, it, you need that coach in order to push you to that next level. So I'm grateful for, uh, um, for you uh, being one of the coaches to help me with that. But with that being said, others may think, well, what can I learn from a finance guy? What can I learn from, you know, a mortgage guy? I'm not in the mortgage industry. I'm just a, you know, easygoing guy here, but um, maybe having trouble with my finances or maybe having trouble with connecting with my teenage daughter or son or, or maybe, you know, I'm having trouble with my spouse and I don't know what to do about it. Well, I'm a big believer and we got to have all those wheels of the cog uh, working together in order to be our very, very best. But what would you say to someone uh, who's listening to the show right right now on what you do beyond just the mortgage industry? Um, well, Rich, there's really two questions or two avenues I could go there. There's the core competence of being in the mortgage industry. And, you know, the truth of the matter is um, we're, it's kind of hard to go out of the market and claim to be the best. And so we've really, we, while we strive to be the best, we don't like to go out into the marketplace and say we're the best. Again, we don't want to let the, 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 our clients and our strategic partners uh, mention that, but as it relates to it, I can go down the competence avenue, or how do we? Because our jobs as professionals is to add value. We get compensated for the value we bring to the marketplace, and I believe there's two ways we do that. We do it inside of our core competence. So I happen to be, you know, uh, the primary source of of income that I have currently is through helping people get in, get the mortgage they deserve. That's the core competence, and then we have to also add value outside of our core competence. Because that's where that's where influence is really built, and it's tough to go out and just build um, influence in your core competence. I mean, honestly, if I just came on here and talked about mortgages and interest rates and amortization schedules, Kimberly, I don't think you'd want me on the show. Um, but we build influence typically outside of our core competence, and that's usually through the development of our character. And I don't mean integrity. What I'm talking about is growing as a person. You know, uh, Jim Rohn. You know, I, by the way, I'm a huge Zig fan, and the Ziggler family is just amazing. Um, but I'm also a big, and him, I believe he and Jim Rohn were very close friends. And yes. Jim used to say something along the lines of, you know, that our character isn't like fingerprints. You know, it's not something we were born with. It's something we're responsible for developing. We have to develop our character. And so that's where my passion for becoming a better leader. I got to be a better leader for my customers. I got to be able to make the right decisions. I got to be able to have challenging conversations in tough situations and lead with a good heart. Um, I got to be responsible for developing, you know, reading books that, you know, I want to reach the things on the top shelf of life. I've got to stand on books. So we're, we're responsible for developing our character and that's personal development. So that's where, cause as, and so that's the outside the core competence. And so we have to be developing our character. And that is my opinion Professional growth is always preceded by personal development. And so that's what kind of tied the two things together. So, yes, I'm in the mortgage profession. Yes, I've had some accolades from a production standpoint because we're pretty good from a competence standpoint. But where we make a difference in our business as commissioned sales professionals is in the character that we bring. We're always about growth and development on our team. We're always reading books. We're always you know, you hear, you hear me use the term joyful accountability. We're always striving to help each other grow personally and professionally. So that's what kind of trend, that was the, the transition for me. Back in 2010, I was encouraged to start an event called the Mastermind Project. 
And that was just my way of taking any success that I had had in building my business, not from a competence in the mortgage industry, but from that character perspective, the personal development, the books that I was reading. I was sharing that with this mastermind event that we were having. And it just started to percolate. And many people were fascinated by it. And it just fed my passion for personal development, productivity, and also building relationships. So that's what led to the Mastermind Project, which is what you've been a part of in the past. That's a monthly shared learning event where we invite the community to be there. Um, and that event in itself has had, honestly, it's, uh, we're in our 10th year right now. So I've lost track. But we run this event once a month. It's free. Um, we did with the pandemic, we moved virtually, but that event itself has had over somewhere between 20 and 25,000 attendees over the 10 years. And, um, and then that then launched the, um, the radically referable Academy, which then launched the accelerate coaching program, which, which you mentioned earlier, you're a part of, and glad to have you. You're adding so much value to that, Rich. So excited to have you as a part of that. So anyway, I'm rambling here. I don't know if I've answered your question or not, to be honest with you, Rich. (laughs) That's that's amazing. And it it, it all ties into what the the whole essence of the the bullyproof and kicking life. Bullyproof is, I I call it, put it on your bullyproof armor. And the two things that that armor is meant to protect are the two areas that we're most vulnerable, and that's our mind and our heart. And if our mind mm-hmm. is exposed to all the negativity out there, that that just seems to ooze in. And as as we know, the the earth is Satan's playground, and he does his job well. He plays extremely well, and I call that planting the negative seeds into our wild well, weeds in our mental garden with everything that's going on, the division, the hate, the ugliness, and uh, all the that, that, that doesn't make us feel good. Well, if we don't feel good, we're definitely not happy. And if we're not feeling good, we're, we're, we're not healthy because our body isn't functioning in a manner that it's supposed to be. If we constantly have cortisol pumping through our veins here, we're in this panic-induced stress state. Well, then our digestive system's not working right. We're not thinking clearly. Our um, immune system isn't working right. Well, that's not healthy. That's not happy. And that certainly doesn't create for a safe society if you're not healthy. And then people are doing things irrational, um, cutting people off in traffic and getting upset and doing just crazy things that uh, they shouldn't be doing. Well, goes back to the whole point. What's bullyproof? Put in the right seeds eliminating those weeds surround yourself with the right people getting with the right coaches they're going to help you achieve what you want to achieve and then of course the heart and i, I think I, I well i truly believe this most people are good people but when their heart has been crushed or ripped apart so many times it starts to harden up a little bit so that's again why that bullyproof armor and then kicking life that's just a pinnacle you've got the i call it the in martial arts we call it the the martial arts triangle the mental spiritual and physical i call it the uh, three-legged table that balances our emotional health our emotional health is that table that tabletop and if one of those legs the mental leg spiritual leg or physical leg isn't in alignment then it's really hard to build your life because your emotional health is not where it needs to be so that's kind of uh, in essence of everything we talk about on the show and with the book that it's coming or the books now that are coming out and everything that uh, we're, we're doing here and i just like wanting i like i love i shouldn't say like i love having guests on that bring that from a different perspective whatever that may be and that's why uh, part of the mastermind group and so very grateful and i want to uh, you know it, when i'm done here i want you to tell people that are interested how they can get uh, a hold of you it's going to be in the write-up but uh, people love hearing it too yeah. and what the mastermind group offers pretty much what you said about jim rome which is one of my favorites you you you're the value you bring to the marketplace 
is the value you're going to be compensated for. Meaning the better you are at what you do, the more you're going to have uh, uh, an opportunity to excel at that. So good stuff. So uh, about the, the the mastermind group that, that I'm a part of and so many others are a part of. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. I know you'd mentioned about what that is, but uh, tell our audience why it's a part of maybe not necessarily. I would love for them to join yours because then I would get an opportunity to connect with them more, but maybe a different mastermind group that's that's good for them. Why is that important to have that? Well, Rich, you know, when it, as it relates to, um, you know, there's mastermind groups and um, uh, what I have found, look, isolation is the enemy of excellence. Anytime that I've tried to go and do something on my own, I get stuck and I need, and, and I personally needed some individuals to come around me and tell me, you know, imagine being in a medicine bottle and you're trying to read the label on the medicine bottle. You can't from inside the bottle. And that's what a good mastermind group will do. It will help you see what you can't see and opportunities that you can't see, challenges that could be coming up, um, you know, just helping you filter things and bring you closer to, you know, help you accomplish your goals, which hopefully are in alignment with your vision. And so the mastermind group format was one, and, and I've got a mentor in that. His name's Aaron Walker. And um, I've been a part of a group with Aaron and Aaron, started some mastermind groups for a period of time and he's just been a phenomenal resource. And, um, but I spent some time with him for about the last six years. I've been in a group with him and it's just been so good. So what you have experienced with accelerate. So you're part of the accelerate mastermind group coaching program. And, you know, that's a group that's limited to 12 people, um, that are all from all building. They're either small business owners or commissioned sales professionals. And we just get together and we start and we and we share life because what it really comes down to, we spend more time at work than we do talking to our wife. So about 70 to 80 percent of what we talk about is business. And it's usually related to our vision. And then, you know, sometimes there's some personal stuff and we need an outlet. So, you know, it's been it's a place and there's kind of three key ingredients that I think are required for accelerated growth. And this is why why the accelerate program exists for me. Number one, we need a place where we need a safe place to be vulnerable. And I had to look up the word vulnerability when I heard it the first time. And really what it is, it's a, it's a willingness to show up and be either physically and or emotionally harmed. Now, Rich, I'm going to just put this into, you know, you, you run a successful martial arts studio. For a, your successful student, my guess is it's probably the one that's willing to show up and be physically harmed and emotionally harmed. They're getting coaching, they're getting training, but they're putting their body on the line. And when they, when they try new things, when they try new moves, when the instructor says, hey, I want you to try this, and they're scared to do it, but yet they do it. They're willing to be physically harmed in order to grow. That's the number one ingredient, being number one ingredient for growth, vulnerability. And then we need to have somebody that can point out the gaps in our lives. Okay. And that's important because we all have gaps. We have the knowledge gap, we got the no-do gap, um, there's all sorts of gaps, and that's where groups can help us understand those. And the third thing is joyful accountability. We need somebody in our life that's holding us capable. And it's hard when you, when you don't have a group or a person or a coach, somebody that you are going to be held capable to. Um, it just it changes the game. So those three ingredients are, are, are the center of all of the mastermind group coaching that we do in Accelerate. So. I think I, I hope I answered your question, but that's what Accelerate's about. It's uh, a group of individuals all coming together. Um, we limit it to 12 so that uh, people can get to know each other. And it's all about vulnerability, focusing in on the gaps, and then 
the, the joyful accountability side of things. Yeah, no, exact. And obviously that's the reason I'm part of the group is because of that. And I definitely want to touch base on the, the three, two, one journaling that, that you have us all do. And I'll, I'll be hundred percent vulnerable and honest. I, I need to do a better job with that. I'm inconsistent about when I do it. Uh, part of me wants to do it at night. So I've got, it's playing on the subconscious mind, even when I'm sleeping, which is good. But then the other parts thinking, you know, I may should do it first thing in the morning. I just need to get a consistent schedule data. But when I do that, and I'll let you explain the three, two, one, uh, journaling, because uh, you're going to do a much better job than, than I am at this. But uh, and then the affirmations. Um, but I, I want to make sure I've got this in my notes. And sometimes that we get to talk in uh, with guests and, and me of my talking problem that I overlook it. But a big thing that really connected with me when we first spoke, and I may have this phrase wrong, but it was uh, a, a real connection that I connected with it. I think a lot of a lot of folks, especially people that are uh, and uh, speaking from a male's point of view here, you're striving to be an entrepreneur. You're striving to be your best. You're striving to be involved in so many people's lives that you neglect the people that you should spend the most time with. And that's your family. And um, a quote, and this is probably wrong, but it's uh, you had a and the reason you kind of quit and moved on in uh, was it uh, was it 2002 was uh, you had a big house full of strangers. D- did I say that right? Oh. Yeah, another uh, another phrase I got from my mentor. He said, uh, "You know, you don't want to be the guy that has a pocket full of money and a house full of strangers." Okay, all right, I, I, I had that wrong. I couldn't remember what the phrase was. But yeah, if you wouldn't mind, to touch a bit on that and why that's important, because it's something they the, the listeners hear from me all the time. Just my own personal experiences is uh, I posted a picture today, actually, on my Instagram account and uh, Facebook. And if you don't follow on Facebook and Instagram, uh, it's Grogan's uh, Bullyproof. Check that out and. And uh, every day starts with a, a, a Bible quote that means something to me and usually a post of, of some sort inspiration. Today, it was a picture of me and Emmett, my little buddy. And uh, and then also, I like to say, a right hook of reality, something to kind of pop us in the chops to open our eyes that, that, that we're, we're, we're living our best kick in life. But today's was a picture of me and Emmett. Wednesdays, we go to the ice rink and we get our, uh, our skating in, which is also slash our leg workout. But it wasn't always like that because uh, my priorities were not in order. I was uh, doing everything I could to build the business, but my family kept getting put on the back shelf, the back burner. The Sometimes they weren't even on the stove at all, which is horrible to admit, but it's the honest to goodness truth. And uh, by doing that, those are some of the regrets I have. So if I can save somebody else those regrets and get my priority which is family in order. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and of course we just read a book about, uh, essentialisms, right. And too many times we have priorities and they get shumbled, juffled and shumbled and shumbled. What's that word? Is that <laughs> jumbled together? And, uh, um, we, we lose track of what's really important, but, uh, maybe touch base on, uh, uh, what you had said, you have a, a, you know, pocket full of cash, but a house full of strangers. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, obviously that's going to lead to the regret. And then a lot of listeners might say, well, man, I, I don't have the pocket full of cash, but I still got a house full of strangers. And I was that way. I've been bankrupt twice. But uh, you just got to make sure we don't tip the scales one side to another. But I'll let you take it from there, uh, how, how that transformation happened for you and advice you can give to others. And maybe that'll be a segue into the three, two, one journal with the affirmations and the uh, one thing that you're grateful for. And then, of course, the joyful accountability. Yeah, um, I'll try to make the segue. There's a couple different topics, Rich, but I, uh, the one. You know, candidly, um, my my wife and I are going to be celebrating 29 years this year, and I'm very blessed. Um, candidly, there's probably been, That's been fantastic. yeah, well, um, you know, I'm very blessed that uh, you know for that. But 
there were moments absolutely where my priorities, although if you would have asked me, I wouldn't have admitted it, but my actions were speaking louder than words. And I was focused on building a business. I think there's three stages of business. There's the, you know, the survival mode. And when I got into the mortgage business, it was survival. And um, because I was straight commission. And I went from, a you know, you mentioned in the bio, I I had a six-figure corporate job and I went straight commission. I didn't know what I was going to be making in 60 days. So I was really focused on being a provider and we get caught up in that. But, you know, the truth of the matter is if if there's nothing to provide for, why are you providing? So, um, but anyway, I got uh, got focused on surviving in the industry and then I got some success and candidly, that's where pride kicked in. And I just got really focused on building what I wanted to build uh, from a business standpoint. And I really didn't have any reason. And you've heard me mention vision time and time again. And it wasn't until, you know, um, you know, it was really brought to my attention that I didn't really have a good vision. So I put the vision together about what I was trying to build and why it was important to me. Cause I think there's four freedoms that every person is really looking for specifically as it relates to small business owners and commission in, in the, in the, in the fields that I run in small business owners, commission sales professionals, and they want freedom of time, money, relationships, and purpose. And I think some of us get so focused on one or two of those that we forget the others. And, you know, my purpose isn't to run the most successful business. My, my primary purpose, um, I know you're a believer, Rich, but, uh, you know, to serve God, um, make him known. Um, that's number one. But number two, I'm called to be a husband and a father, a spiritual leader of my home, and, and, and to lead well. And I was neglecting those things. So anyway, as it relates to things, when that success started to happen, um, I just got really focused and it was me-centered. And so the vision helped me when I put my vision together. And that's where the vision story comes into play. And um, actually, if people want to get a hold of that, they can go to my website. Uh, it's under Accelerate. And there's um, there's a, a, a PDF there that they can download that will help them with three questions if they're a small business owner that they need to be asking themselves. And it'll take them through the vision story. But um, anyway, it was a vision story and put that together, and that was so helpful. And then as it relates to the 321 journal, it was a habit that I did that was trying to help me accomplish the vision. So the 321 journal is really just a simple habit that, um, that I started um, that was writing down three things that I'm grateful for every day. And um, again, just taking a piece that was originated from a guy named Sean Acor, who um, is a social scientist and did some studies. And Danny said, people who are grateful, sales go up 37%. I thought, well, okay, I want my sales to go up. But he also said, hey, you'll be more successful in other areas of life. And I'm thinking, well, how cool is that? If I can just write down three new things that I'm grateful for, <laughs> I'm going to get benefits. Yeah, I'm a, it's a win. I'll, I'll win at work and I'll win at home. And anytime I can do something that helps me win at work and at home, I'm in. So those three things that I'm grateful for. Um, and candidly, the first thing, a lot of times, you know, the, uh, the big responsibility is usually something I'm grateful for is an experience or an attribute of my family. It's, it's tough, by the way, when you're doing this to come up with new things. So it forces you, you know, you can't, I can't just say I'm grateful for my wife every day. I have to say I'm grateful for my wife because she does this or because she is this. And it would force me to come up with new things that I appreciated about my wife or my kids. Um, it just prompted me to be looking. And because when we start scanning the world for things that are good, we become more positive. And we start to acknowledge things and other people that are positive. So that's the gratitude side of things. So that's three new things that I'm grateful for every day. I write those down. And then um, two affirmations. And the affirmations are really intended, candidly, to challenge me 
because I think we all have these what are called upper limit challenges. We all have these self-limiting beliefs that we that many times are we're just unaware of. Um, and as you just experienced, we had a call here recently with a client. And he just didn't believe that he was making a difference on the phone. He did. He had a negative perspective about something he needed to do. So we have to change our identity. That's what an affirmation is. And um, an affirmation is something that we are looking at that changes our identity and puts it in alignment with what our vision should be. So, you know, one of the what I, I mentioned earlier, you know, one that I used for many years is, you know, I'm radically referable. Every conversation I add value. People love me. People want to refer my services. That was an affirmation that I wrote down. And what that did is it changed my belief about being selfish and just trying to be a helper in the marketplace. So by helping, you, you, Zig's got the famous quote, just help enough people get what they want. You can have everything you want. That's what that affirmation made sense. for. So it forced me to pick up the phone or when I had a, a, a meeting with someone to be a positive impact on them. So that was the affirmation. Um, and there's many more, um, you know, so, it's just changing our identity, what we believe about ourselves. So um, that's affirmations. And then uh, the one, so again, three things that we're grateful for, new things that we're grateful for every day, two affirmations. By the way, the affirmations I tend to repeat because um, those are ones that I want to remember. I've got to change what I believe. Um, so, and then the, the one is the, the biggest success from the previous 24 hours. And this one, Rich, is just, uh, it's one of those things in, in American culture that we just tend to have happen where we'll get a big win and we don't celebrate it. We just keep moving like we're on to something else. And candidly, in my experience, people like to be around positive, successful people. And we, we don't personally acknowledge our own success and be able to talk about it in a humble way. And I don't, like I said, I don't want to be, you know, I, I use the word braggadocious sometimes. Um, I don't want to be braggadocious, but I do want to, with a humble boldness, be able to talk about some things that I've done. Um, and cause people want to know, yep. you know, when, when you sit down and, and I'm meeting with a strategic partner and I ask them questions that I hope that they'll turn around and ask me I'm like, Hey, what's going well, what's working for you in business these days? How's the market treating you? What, what's been, what's, what's the key to your success? Um, whenever I want to be able to come back and talk about things cause they want to, people want to be around successful people. And when somebody says, hey, what's working for you? And you don't have an answer. I needed to come up with a system, a habit that would let me acknowledge my wins so that I could win mentally. But then also when I'm communicating with other people, I could have something positive to say from a humble, boldness standpoint. That's it's just a form of confidence. So anyway, that's uh, I think I tied all those together. Oh, fantastic. And uh, I took a couple notes that uh, and I've heard you say that uh, uh, I don't know how many times now, which I'm so grateful for because I can I need to continue planting those seeds in my mind. And I'm, I'm guessing for most of our listeners, that's probably the first time that many of them, or if not all of them, have heard uh, a three, two, one journal. I've briefly mentioned mm -hmm. it in a few other podcasts because it was fresh uh, on top of my mind when I first started the group and probably a little bit uh, here and there. But I definitely didn't give it its due diligence and explain it as well as as the yeah. kind of the final of it so for that that's great coming right from your mouth talking about it uh the a big thing in a, today's call um in you, your uh, thursday calls uh maybe share that's every thursday at uh, 10 a.m central time uh we're uh, it's a radically referable call but maybe mm -hmm. break that down for listeners out there to say you know what i really like what I'm hearing here with this three, two, one journal, with this kickstart roadmap, with, uh, you know, what, what Brian has to say, how do they become a part of that? Now I've got your, I know you mentioned your website, they go to your website, folks, I'll, uh, 
list the website in the write-up of the show. So you'll, yeah. you can click on that link and I'll take you right to Brian's website, but maybe tell them about the radically referrable Academy. We had a great call today because the primary focus was on affirmations, which I want to dive into a little deeper uh, in a second uh, as well, but tell them about the, the radically referrable Academy and uh, how they become a part of that. Well, I'll tell you what the academy is, first of all. The Radically Referrable Academy, again, you'll hear me mention the title of small business owners, commission sales professionals, although we've got some individuals who aren't in that category because they just found so much value in the personal development angle of it. But well, and really I'll interject training. here. I'm, I'm not a mortgage guy uh, by any means. It's it's not only not a specialty, man. It's, it's something that unless, well, right now we're, we're selling our house and buying a new house. But uh, other than that, I, I don't say I have no interest in it, but it doesn't do anything for me. But the reason I'm part of the group is because I can see the mental side, the coaching side, the yeah. leadership side that's helping me, um, once again, surrounding myself with winners, people that are winning at life. How can I pick their brain? How can I absorb what they've got in order to help me become a better person, a better father, better husband, better mentor, better leader, better Christian in order to fulfill yep. my purpose, my God-given talents? Yeah, and, and Rich, that's a good. Thank you for the perspective there because um, the primary person that enrolls in the uh, in the academy, um, first of all, it's um, what it is. It's the I'm a big in the book of Ezra. It says Ezra studied the law, practiced the law, taught the law. And um, if we apply that to, 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 to real world, we have to study things that matter. We have to practice things that matter. And then we have to share, teach things or share them. And that's what the academy is. It's the training arm of what I do. I've been in the mortgage industry 20 years. By the way, I don't talk about mortgage specifically in the academy. It's not about mortgage. It could be about building an insurance business. It could be about being it's – it's a great personal development. because it's, it's really three things inside the academy, being a better leader both personally and professionally. It's about being more productive, getting the right things done. And we talk about the five elements of momentum in there, vision, planning, metrics, time allocation, and joyful accountability. That's the five elements of momentum. Because every person needs a productivity system. And we give you the outline of one in there, and it's, there's a, a, an entire course designed to help somebody just with that. So leadership, productivity, and then we try to help people build more productive relationships. Now, as it relates to being in business, the primary reason somebody would want to consume the material in there is it's going to help them grow the business. I mean, we've had people double their business in just a few short months after going through it. Well, there's, a, there's a course in there called Jumpstart, um, double your referrals in the next 84 days. That's a 12-week period. It's happened time and time again. People have doubled their business through referrals, a very profitable, probably the most profitable way to build your business. Um, but there's just so much more to it because it's about a productivity system, a referral system, and also a personal development system. So, again, leadership, productivity, and relationships. We try to help people grow in those three arenas so they can win at work and at home. So, and that's uh, and by the way, Richard, you you asked if anybody is interested. It's BrianKMcRae.com. B-R-I-A-N-K, and then M-C-R-A-E.com. It's under How We Help, and there's a all the um, all the coaching and training services that I offer are right there, and it's called the Radically Referrable Academy. And um, for um, anybody that's joining, it's uh, it's thirty nine dollars a month. It's the best sales training, leadership training. Uh, we're trying to make it incredibly valuable because we want people to be able to make a difference. Uh, and I give people permission to use it, just like you do. Use a three two one journal in other conversations. That's what we're looking for. We want to help make you know each person that's in that community. I want them to be able to study something that matters, practice something that matters, and then go share it with the people that they know. 
inside their community because we can make a difference in a community if we just practice, study, practice, and teach things that matter. And so we just treat, try to keep putting things in the academy that apply to multiple industries that will help people when at work, but also at home. Absolutely. And, and I, I misquoted. I said kickstart. Everything to be is a kick. So it's jumpstart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jump and kick. You need your feet for both of those, I think. So. <laughs> but, um, you know, jump right in and, and kick it out, baby. Uh, and then like, I, I like I said, folks, well, I'll have that uh, the, the website in there that you can just click on the link. It'll take you there. And what, what do they go after that? It's how, how we help. Is that what you said, Brian? Yep. Exactly. Okay. Yep. On the far right hand side. There. And, and and the reason I'm bringing it up is is well, one, I know what how helpful it's been to me, and and I'm just constantly trying to put plant. You hear me say this all the time, folks planting the right seeds in that mental garden because what you plant is what you're going to get and if you don't plant anything unfortunately society is going to plant weeds and uh, it, it's really really difficult to grow the life you want to be as i keep saying the best uh, leader the best spouse the best parent utilize your god-given talents if, if, if your your mental garden is just full of negativity you got to clear it out but that's not always easy as i said at the beginning of this show satan he, he rules the earth and he's extremely good at what he does. So we got to make sure we combat that by putting on our bullyproof armor. Fantastic. Uh, the um, couple other things I wrote down, it really, really good, because this is what I've been the last probably two or three weeks trying to do a better job of. And you brought it up. We forget to celebrate our wins. You know, oftentimes for me, and this is something I just had a, uh, a conversation with the Guy that well, he's a kid, but he's a guy. He's 26 years old. Uh, his name's Nathan. It's we're grooming him to manage the academy. Is I shared with him the other day. I've been so focused on getting things done that it was always what's next, what's next, what's next, but not taking the time to the old cliche. You know, uh, have a cup of coffee, smell the roses, uh, stop and look at the roses, smell the coffee, whatever the term is. Not taking the time to absorb and appreciate the successes that have happened. It's like, okay, that's done. What's next? Okay, that's done. What's next? And by moving on like that, you, you kind of get caught in this whirlwind. Now, on the other side, you can't get too complacent because complacency kills, right? You get too complacent before you know it, you're drifting further and further off. But at the same time, I've gone completely the opposite direction and I have not appreciated, uh, well, the journey but I haven't appreciated each destination point that I've reached either. And I want to make sure I do a better job with that. Now it's on front of the mind, top of the mind awareness. I'm going to do that. But by me sharing that with Nathan and sharing that on the, the show here and with others, it helps me think about it a little bit more as a reminder, count those wins. And it's okay to talk about those wins. You don't have to necessarily brag, I, I've done this, I have done that. But celebrate those wins so you remember them as well. Because as you know, once that time is gone, it's gone. And what do you have? You have the memories. But if you don't create those memories, there's nothing to reflect back on. So that's a great point. Great point. Um, so with the um, that, that 321 journal, folks, like, uh, and it's something, I'll, I'll be open here, vulnerable. It's something I need to do a better job of. And now that we've brought it up, now we've had Brian on the show talking about it. And I, I get a chance to <laughs> hear Brian's voice and talk to him a couple times a week. And uh, and then, of course, uh, some weeks we, we get a chance to talk one-on-one, -on -one, which I, I love uh, a lot, by the way. And uh, But by hearing this more and more, planting those seeds, I need to do a better job with it. So I'm going to talk about that that more on the show folks because why because i'm going to start doing a better job with it so you can hold me accountable if you don't hear here on a couple shows there <laughs> hey rich do me a favor. can i mention something real quick oh gosh you yes. mentioned accountability um if anybody's interested in the academy you uh the radically referable academy 
there's a great course and great content. Really, there's four courses in there. One about mindset with a three-two-one journal that. The other one is about putting a productivity system in place. And the last two courses are really around relationships and business building. Um, but uh, if anybody's interested, I think joyful accountability is a key component. I mentioned that earlier. One of the things that we found useful, and if this would be useful for your audience, if they decide to join, it is $39, $39.99 a month, I believe. Um, and But if they decide to join, all they have to do is email us. And uh, I like your, I like Kick and Life. So they just email me with Kick and Life. We'll let them bring somebody with them into the academy for free. So they can bring somebody else with them, and they'll get a membership to the academy as well. And, we, and it's included in the $39.99. That way they've got an accountability partner to start implementing what they're learning. So we found oh, that that's to be, fantastic. So when people get an accountability partner, it changes everything. So I, if anybody's interested, they just have to put kick in life, and we'd be happy to have them. And they can join us on Thursdays for the call to support what they're learning in the academy. Well, uh, th- thank you, Brian. Thank you very much. That's fantastic. So now I'm going to I'm going to push you a little bit here. What uh, give give people uh, uh, someone just some e- examples of who would be a good accountability partner for them? I mean, would it be their spouse? Would it be a friend at work? Would it be someone else who's maybe struggling or someone who's winning or all the above? Because uh, oftentimes we excuses we create in our own mind. Well, I'd love to. But who do I ask? Well, I want you to eliminate that uh, excuse right off the bat, if you could, please. That's the right hook of reality. Uh, Bang, most, I'm catching um, you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's real simple. I would go, um, the first place I would go, is, it, it would probably be on, if you're looking to grow your business, look for a, somebody professionally that you align with. So in my world, I'm a mortgage professional. My upstream referral partners are either real estate agents or financial advisors. So if it were me and I were interested in the academy, I would sign up. I would go and fight, invite the most influential, positive thinking financial advisor or real estate professional that would and, and invite them to be a part of it with me. And I'd give it to them as a gift. Again, adding value outside of my core competence. That's what I'm designing this for. I want, I candidly, whenever I listen to the radio, and I'm going to use the mortgage example, Rich, and I hope I get time for a quick story. Oh, absolutely. I just don't like it. When I turn on the TV, and I see a mortgage ads for somebody saying they're the best at something. If that's what they're leading with, it just, I'm not saying it's wrong. It just doesn't appeal to me. But when my neighbor says, hey, you need to call so-and-so. He's a great guy and he's a better person. You know, he does a great job, but he's a better person. That's the referral I want to get. I don't want to put myself out there advertising that I'm a best on something. I want somebody else to do it. And I'm trying to help people do that. So adding value outside of our core competence. If there's a professional here that wants to build their business so that they can win at work and at home, go find somebody else in your profession that you can add value to. Give them a gift, and that's how you buy mental real estate with your best referral partners, your strategic partners who can refer you time and time again. That would be my suggestion. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. So there you go, folks. No more excuses. <laughs> that's that's me being me with the right hook of reality. Uh, and it, and I've shared oftentimes, and, and folks, you, you hear this a lot, especially those that listen to the show on a regular basis. The um, adults are, are probably my, and here, the new people are like, well, what the heck am I listening to this show for after you hear me say this? <laughs> but I'm just being honest. Adults are my least favorite population to work with one-on-one because we've all come up with excuses and we validate those excuses as a reason why we can't do something as opposed to battling through. So that's a reason I try and, well, with the show here, obviously it's out to most adults, but it's parents to be a better parent, to be a better spouse, to be a better leader, just to be a better person. 
And that's also me being vulnerable and transparent, saying, I know I make my own excuses, so I know, <laughs> and I want to yeah, be candid exactly. with you as well. And and that's where the joyful accountability you, you, you talk about uh, comes in with a partner there. You know, if, if like going to the gym, if you're going on your own, that's great, but you, you'll let yourself down. You'll come up with an excuse of why you can't go, and that's your mind going to town. And, you know, your mind is built for one thing, and one reason is to keep you safe. So if you say, I hate it, I hate it, I hate going to the gym, I hate doing this, I hate doing this, the next time you talk about going to the gym, your mind's going to replay that, hey, man, he, he hates going to the gym. Let's come up with every excuse possible and make him believe that excuse so he doesn't go to the gym because we want to make him happy. And that's what our mind does. It's built that way to keep yeah. you safe, but also on the same side. But my point is, if you have an accountability coach or if you have somebody that's with you that you're going to, hey, I told Brian I'm going to meet him at the gym at 9 o'clock. I don't want to go at 9 o'clock because I'm going to come up with every excuse. But I told Brian, my word is law. I'm going to go ahead and go. And, of course, I'm going to have a great workout. But without Brian, without the accountability coach, then the chances are I've got, I've got to fight my own battles. But I've got someone there with me in my corner. They're going to help me fight that battle. And that's the beauty of the accountability. And, and like you said, you're going to give that away free. Uh, to they, they bring somebody on. That accountability coach or friend is going to be free. That's fantastic. Fantastic. Good. So um, th- th- I-, I took another note, and I haven't thought about this, and this is the power of discussion and the power of talking to uh, positive influencers. Um, we-, we talk about the 321 Journal, of course, a lot of that is writing it down, you know, the magic when pen hits paper. And then also, you know, Albert Einstein once said, the mind needs to be left open for creative thought. Pen and paper will never forget. So utilize that pen and paper and leave the mind open for creative thought. It's even been said that Albert Einstein, somebody once asked what his phone number was, and he got up and grabbed the phone book. And the person said, man, you're the smartest guy alive. You don't even know your phone number. And he says, why do I need to remember something that's written down? So that's the power of writing things down. Yeah. Powerful. Have you heard that one before? I have. It's a great reminder. Yeah, it is a good reminder. I, I say that because uh, that's another, once again, kick in my own tail <laughs> to, exactly. to make sure I'm doing the three, two, one journal. Um, another thing that, that came up, uh, uh, that was, once again, the power of thought, I, and I, I can't remember how many years ago I did this, but I just saw this on my wife's nightstand the other day. It was for an anniversary gift, and uh, we've been married now, 96, carry the twos. At, uh, this will be our 25th year anniversary. Uh, so I'm a couple years behind you, Brian, but keep up the good work of 29 <laughs> years. And, and I hope I'm always ahead of you, Rich. Yeah, I <laughs> hope so too, buddy. I hope so too. And, and, that's and a, I hope you're uh, always behind me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so climbing along. But uh, one year, uh, and I don't know, I got it from a book or a conference or a seminar, and it's the power of getting out there and associating with other like-minded individuals. I wrote a... Um, uh, it was notes to my wife or letters to my wife. And every day I wrote in there, you know, I love you because. And, you know, the first uh, the first week or so, I guess, was pretty easy. But that thing went on for a year. Now, that was tough. Holy cow. And I did my best not to repeat things. And uh, it, it, I tried to write each day. But I got in the habit of doing it. And that was a great thing I presented to my wife on her anniversary. It was, like I said, it wasn't easy. It was very tough, but I saw it on a nightstand the other day, and it really made me think, holy cow, I, it was probably 2017 or 18. I don't remember the year right now, and uh, but how powerful is that, writing that down? So when she got something, she knew 
that I put a whole year's worth of effort into this gift as opposed to what I've done in the past. Oh, crap, our anniversary's tomorrow. I better run get or something. <laughs> yes, yeah. I've been that guy before. But um, that, that, that's something the, the power of writing things down lasts forever. And I just want to tie that into the 321 journal. Good stuff. So, um, Brian, my gosh, fantastic info. I always like to uh, uh, ask the guest simply because people are curious. You got them all excited now. You got them, here's where you were, here's where you are, here's what you're doing. Now, what's the future look like? What future plans uh, that that, that you have that's going to lead into any special takeaways for the audience to to, kind of help them move to that next level? Yeah, well, Rich, thank you. I'm excited. Um, honestly, the, the Academy and the Accelerator, look, I love helping leaders emerge. And the um, I'm really excited about the Academy. We've got some new courses that we'll be adding into the Academy. Um, there's a lot of momentum with the Thursday calls to support those entrepreneurs, small business owners, um, and leaders um, that are a part of the Academy. So really excited about that. Um, you know, I think uh, I'm looking at a number here. Um, I've got a goal of having a thousand members in that academy, and um, you know we're just a little over, or, we're under 200 right now. But uh, in the next three years, I'd like to have a thousand members in that academy. Can you imagine what an academy of people that want to be better leaders, that want to be more productive, getting the, not just getting things done, but getting the right things, the right things done. Yep. And think how that's going to shape the future. I mean, if you've got more people engaged in quality leadership development. You know, that's something we do at the academy with what we call our TNT, teacher and yeah. training, that leadership development. More When there's better leaders, more quality leaders, people that really understand how to lead, goodness gracious, look at the outlook. That's a happier, healthier, and safer society. Good stuff. Exactly. Thousand. So that's, that's the that's big a, thing. I'm sitting here looking at it right now. It's in front of me here, a thousand members by 10, 17, 24. So that would be the thing. I'm really excited about that. We're trying to make it really easy. And, you know, that academy, when I mentioned it's $39 a month, and it's not the best money somebody spends to become a better leader, to be more productive, and to, be, to have better relationships to, 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 so that they can win at work and at home, they give their money back. So there's no risk in this. And think about this. If they can become rivers. So here's what happens. So many of us will read a book or listen to a podcast like yours, and we'll get inspired, and then guess what we do? We keep it to ourselves. That's a reservoir. I want this to be a river. That's why the study, practice, teach mantra from the book of Ezra um, is so purposeful to me. We study things that matter, practice things that matter, and then share them. And that's what the academy is all about. That's why we call it the study, practice, teach on Thursday morning. These guys are showing up. They're studying the content. If they're struggling with something, they put it to practice, and they're like, I don't, this doesn't work. You heard it this morning. There were two people like, hey, I'm struggling putting this into practice. They came. They unpacked it. They got better at it. Now they have a responsibility. Go practice it again, and when you have a success, come back and share it. And that's just enough. That's a, in my mind, that is a beautiful community where it's collaboration versus competition. There's other mortgage professionals in here. There's other, you know, there's, yep. there's, it's just such a beautiful community anyway. So I'm excited about that. Well, and, and I think, Brian, just kind of piggyback off of that, uh, something you had said right at the very beginning, the, um, uh, isolation is the enemy of, of excellence or growth or greatness simply because you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. And for I don't know how many years, I, I, I've always thought I was on an island by myself. 
because I'm like, am I the only one really thinking this way? Am I the only one really struggling in this area? Am I the only one? And then I learned in 2012 um, that I could read because I always thought prior to that I didn't know I could yeah. read simply because I chose not to. That, but they started surrounding myself with a different group of influences in every single one of them. This thing called self-education. I was like, I was 42. I'm like, self-education? I've learned everything there is to learn. <laughs> exactly. I, I got this figured out. <laughs> yeah. What am I going to learn here? Come on. And uh, and that was ego talking. You know, I like to think ego is an acronym for edging God out or even edging greatness out. You know, what else am I going to learn? But I've learned more in the past nine, eight, nine years than I have my entire life simply because I chose not to be isolated. And I love being around people, but you got to make sure you're around the right people. And, you know, Jim Rohn talks about you're, you're a percentage of the four to five people you surround yourself with the most. I just had this chat with teenagers uh, the other day, a group of teenagers. I said, hey, you show me your four friends and I'll show you what your future looks like. And uh, that was a right hook of reality to them. But that's the the the. That's the extent of it. So, yeah, being a part of the rackety-wackety-wabbit, listen to me, Radically Referrable <laughs> Academy is uh, is powerful. And the fact that you're offering up for folks listening, goodness gracious, it's like a buy one, get one, because you're bringing along a coach that's going to help you. And the reason for that, we want to develop better leaders. And uh, if you're your best, mm-hmm. and I keep bringing it back, but that's our mission, society happier, healthier, and safer place to live, because collectively we've got to work together for that leadership. That's fantastic. And then, Brian, I, I – um, I want you to touch on uh, the the once a month thing over in St. Louis. So those that live mm-hmm. in the surrounding areas, uh, how do they uh, how do they learn about that? And then how, when's the next one? And how can they attend that? You know, Rich, I hate to keep doing this, but uh, for your listeners, it's same thing. It's the best way is to go to yeah, Brian K. McRae <laughs> under how we help. There's there's going to be a couple things listed there. There's the Mastermind Project. That's a free event. It's once a month. Candidly, um, individuals that come and enjoy that event. That's the primary individuals that will join the academy, and then the academy is a is a a deeper dive into content. It's the training environment rather than just having an event where you go to. The academy is more. It is more on leadership. It's a, there's courses, there's support materials, there's scripts, there's all that. There's templates, everything you need to become a better leader, more productive, and build better relationships. It's all in there. So the free event is called the Mastermind Project. Um, that's there. Somebody can enroll in that. By the way, that's uh, usually the third Thursday. It is the third Thursday of the month. We are virtual now. Uh, the pandemic forced us to do some things, but we've had that event running once a month for the past, uh, we're in our 10th year now. So that's one of the events. And then the other one is uh, from there, the Radically Referrable Academy is also in that same venue. And they can look at all my, my coaching and training services, but the Mastermind Project is the free version. Uh, it's virtual once a month. Fantastic. And folks, you may be wondering why I'm pushing this, because I know the benefit it's had uh, in, in a short time with me, just connecting with like-minded individuals, and I'm just doing everything I can on the show with the guest I have to connect you with other folks that are doing the same thing. And uh, that's why I always ask you to listen to the podcast more than once, because you're always going to pick up different material. Uh, Ziegler says when you listen to things more than one time, you're going to hear something different than you never heard before, because you're going to be listening from a different point of view or different perspective, or maybe even a, a 
a, a more self-educated side of things that you you never heard before. And I talk about reading or listening to books multiple times because um, Essentialism is the book that we had last month. I'd read that five or six years ago, and I went back through, and it probably been five or six years since so I looked over my notes. But uh, I, I have just as many, if not more, notes from listening to it again last month, and it almost seemed like a completely new book. I'm like, holy cow. Now, some of the things I'd heard before, but other things, it was like hearing it for the first time, which, which is amazing. But that's hearing things from a different point of view. That's why I encourage you to listen more than once. And then, of course, share this podcast with others. Because why? Collectively, we're in this together, man. If we want to make this society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live, which is going to positively impact all of us, then we all need to do that little extra, share that with others. So that's the reason I'm kind of uh, I'm telling you, reach out for 39 bucks a month and or 39.99, whatever it is. And then the fact that Brian's offered to type in kick in life, you're going to get a, a friend free. My goodness, that could be a great gift to give to someone. So good stuff. Um, so Brian, we're, we're, we're closing in on the, on the mark here, man, this has been, this has been fun for me. And, and uh, just to, spend some time with you and now all the listeners uh it's almost like we've been just talking on the phone together but the listeners uh, get to benefit from it which is fantastic is uh is there a golden nugget you want to uh, leave with, with with someone that uh i mean that there's several that's why i ask them to listen to it more than once but maybe this takeaway maybe it's the affirmations maybe it's the joyful accountability maybe it's the gratitude journal that, that will help them be the best parent uh the best spouse or even we've got a lot of teens and blessed that listen to the show as well uh that to, to for them to take away something to really work on or chew on you know, Rich, that uh, I, for me to tell somebody what that would be, here, I'll really simplify it. For one person, it's about perspective. Okay. And for some person, it might have been the three, two, one journal. For another person, it might have been, you know, listening to your podcast again. Here's what I would say. Whatever touched your heart, go take action on. Go implement it. If it's registering for something, if it's marking off time, go do something something struck your heart, take action. Success favors the speed of implementation. So if you are listening to this, you're, you're interested in personal development and professional growth, go take action. Don't let the time that was invested here go to waste. Go take action on just one thing and it'll create momentum. Oh, that's fantastic. And listeners, have you heard that before? Yeah, I think just about every guest has said, because we, we, I try and cover so much <laughs> because of how sacred time yeah. is. And, and then the fact that you're taking a piece of your life is essentially what you're doing. You're never going to get the time back. So I want to make sure we create the best value we can for that time and for your investment. So you get a good return on that. But you've heard I don't know, how many guests have said that you take what connected with you and run with it and start with the one thing. Fan, fantastic. Well, great stuff, Brian. Uh, well, man, thank you so very much for, for your time, for your mentorship, for your leadership, for being a Christian and just doing everything you can to, to make a difference and a positive impact in the world. Yeah, just trying to be a light for him, Rich. So thank you for uh, for your obedience to that as well. And uh, I love your mission, man. You're, you're making a difference. And uh, I'm very honored that you would have me here. Thank you very much. All right, Brian, before, before you go, I always have our guests uh, go through, and um, we've, we've been talking about affirmations all day at uh, the call this morning and now the podcast. So I'm going to ask you, humbly ask you to repeat after me kind of our kick in life, as I like to call it, affirmation. And that is, I believe in myself. I believe in myself. I am a one and only original gift from God. 
I am a one and only original gift from God. I am awesome. I am awesome. I am bullyproof. I am bullyproof. And I'm living my best kick in life. And I'm living my best kick in life. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Brian, gosh darn, buddy, thank you so very much. I really, really appreciate it. Listeners, I'm going to have the write-up, uh, or in the write-up, we'll have uh, Brian's website that we've brought up a couple times. Check it out. Reach out to him. And as I mentioned, listen to this podcast more than once. Share it with someone that you know would benefit from this message. Because once again, it, 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 yeah, it's great if we've got it, but it's even better if society has kind of got it, so to speak. Therefore, we're all working together on it. And the power of many can do a heck of a lot more than just the power of one. So get out of that isolation, as Brian had mentioned. Isolation is the enemy of excellence. Be around and surround yourself with the right type of people that are going to help you grow and help you live your best kick in life. All right. Well, that's all we got for you today. Thank you so very much for listening. Please remember, until we talk again, I love you. God loves you. Please share that love with the world and you get out there and do what you do best. And I promise you'll be your very best. You'll become bullyproof and you'll live your best kick in life. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. I can't wait to chat with you again real soon. Have a blessed day, everybody. Bye bye. Thank you very much for listening to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life. This is your Bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan, reminding you to please share this podcast with your kids, family members, or anyone else who could benefit from this empowering message. And I kindly ask that please remember that five-star review, if we've earned it, to let others know that you're a part of the Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life tribe. And until we talk again, remember, you do have the power to overcome your fears and battle through your challenges to stand up to any bully you're facing, both real and in your mind. So get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best, you'll become bullyproof, and you'll live your best kick in life.